to episode two of Let Us Help. I'm Marielle Scott. And I'm Natasha Kanita. And we are the Lettuce of Let Us Help. Mari's the Romaine and I'm the Arugula. Bitch would. (laughs) You know everyone knows that Arugula is better than (laughs) than Romaine. Whatever. No one seeks out Romaine. A memoir. (laughs) Has a lot of folate in it. It really does. Okay. Uh, Okay, so today's topic is about how to love your shadow. Mm -hmm. And why. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I just got the dirtiest look. It's an ice cube, guys, because I'm drinking iced coffee. And you know what? I embrace that about myself. Oh. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> we're still so new at this, so we don't know what the fuck we're doing. No, we're experts. We're experts. We're experts. Okay, so today's topic is about how to love the parts of yourself that you don't necessarily like mm-hmm. inherently, like qualities like jealousy or um if you're messy, if you are confrontational, if when you fall asleep at night and think about why did I do that? Why am I like this? Why? And you start to beat yourself up. Um, I've had it explained to me as like the shitty committee. So it's like the committee between your two ears that just like wants to shit on you all day. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you embrace that part of yourself? Because it is a part of yourself. Yeah. So, and we were talking about like this whole term of self love and how it's such a like big word right now. And it's so easy to love the parts of yourself that are good, that you like. And when you do things positive or when you're feeling good or feeling happy, but when you're feeling insecure or when you're feeling fearful or when you're feeling ashamed of yourself, it's not so easy to like apply the self love energy to it but that's really the only way that you can fully accept yourself is if you i think like the biggest work in self-love is to look at the parts of yourself that you don't love and love them it's really hard that's like way easier said than done it's like you hear those these gurus like Like, just love yourself we're the gurus no it's like you know both of us both of us really look up to oprah and Mm -hmm. and it it's she's somebody who we admire a lot but it's very it's sometimes hard because she's so far it feels like somebody who's done so much work on themselves is so far removed from the work and like the day to day and I'm sure she's not though I know I'm sure she's not because people don't people notoriously go into professions that they want to fix about themselves mm-hmm. or like that they have trouble with yeah that's why I worked at Forever 21. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you couldn't sew for shit. I'm going to do it. Um, yeah. So I'll start. Um, I, I mean, I know my group of friends and stuff knows this, but I have a lot of trouble with body image and loving my body. And I always think that I'm fat and I think that I have roles in the wrong places and that my body type is not acceptable for the career that I've chosen and that it's just not right. And in a world that I feel like I don't have a lot of control, that is something that I can control. It's like mm-hmm. what's on my plate. Mm-hmm. And it is very isolating and it's very scary and it's very it feels 
And look, like, there's a lot of big things in the world. You know, I'm not saying, like, this is, you know, the biggest thing, but... It, no, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, in my life, it feels like a, it's a daily struggle to love my body. And mm-hmm. I wish I see girls that love their bodies and I think to myself before I go to why can't I just love myself mm-hmm. why can't I just I don't want to look back on my 20s and think oh my god I spent the whole time thinking I was fat yeah even you know because I do have body dysmorphia and yeah. like my eyes are like broken it mm-hmm. feels like I'm wearing glasses yeah so that's something that why we're here is to talk to you about our insecurities so we can maybe help you get through yours by doing a little how-to because we're works in progress every Mm -hmm. single day. I know mine has gotten way better in the last year than it ever has because of these things that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. You've been a big support for me. And that and that's number one for me on my list on how to get over my body image issues is saying it out loud Mm -hmm. and saying like texting like, hey, Natasha, I feel fat today. I feel like big. I feel this. And you're like, "Okay, what can you do? Or you reality check me and Mm -hmm. just say, look, this is not the case because of this. This is your mind telling you this to sabotage you. Yep. And that is number one for us. It's saying it, claiming it putting literally finding somebody that you trust and telling them your biggest fear i think one when you say it out loud you realize like eh, okay maybe it's a little crazy and then two when you tell it to somebody else you're not hiding it in shame anymore and when it's like buried in shame it can grow and fester in your soul as big as it wants but the second you put a spotlight on it there's not as much shame around it and you can start to actually like work on it and like see it for what it is i always picture it like putting a spotlight on a bunch of cockroaches Mm -hmm. like they scatter preach and that is what the shame is yeah saying like i feel fat saying that in my head yeah feels like the cockroaches and then when i say it out loud it's like they scattered yeah oh right like that that's that's me being stressed about my family stuff and taking it out of my body yeah and that is what i can focus on so when you say it it's like oh maybe I'm, it's not about my body at all maybe i'm fighting with my sister mm-hmm. or maybe my mom made me mad or maybe whatever and then and then that is a way to kind of shed light and it's hard because your biggest insecurities you don't ever want to tell them to people god forbid you don't want people to see that in you like right. i know for me like i don't want people to like look at me and think i'm ugly so i don't want to tell people yeah sometimes i feel not so great looking yep but when you say it out loud you realize one that's crazy and two it's time to be a little nicer to yourself yeah i mean <laughs> right? they always say like treat people treat yourself the way you treat your best friend but that is so hard mm-hmm but that's why I think it's good when you when you say it out loud and tell somebody that you trust, you can hear what it sounds like when it's not just in your head. When you hear it out loud, you realize how mean you're actually being to yourself and how not helpful that is. And that's why I think saying it out loud is like it sounds so small, but it's such a huge I mean, game changer and say it to somebody that you trust yeah somebody, don't put it on instagram don't i mean if you want to but I, I don't yeah i don't think that's the way i think that's like false vulnerability you do i do i think that that's like a huge thing in our culture is being like 
putting your vulnerabilities and insecurities on a public forum, it's like almost forced vulnerability. I'm not an expert. I don't know. But that's what it feels like to me. To me, it's so much scarier to like have like a one on one conversation with somebody that you love and be like, this is really scaring me. I feel like this. And that is like genuine vulnerability instead of like and I do think there's obviously we're doing it right now. Like there's the helpful side of sharing your fears and stuff with the public. I think that that is like helpful for society at large. But in terms of like being vulnerable and actually having that moment where you can like get your shame out into the light, it has to be more personal, in my opinion. I think that's really interesting. I've never thought about it like that because whenever I see anyone post on Instagram like a picture of them crying or mm-hmm. or like a, you know, like a picture from an unflattering angle, I always think like well, that's really nice and refreshing. Yeah. I think it's refreshing. I think it's helpful, but I don't think it is like the same type of vulnerability that can really heal you. Interesting. In the way that like a one-on-one human conversation can. Right. But I'm not, I don't know. I'm not preaching science here. That's just how I feel. No, it's opinion. I mean, look, like, we don't know anything. We don't know anything. We're girls who are interested in the self-help world, and we want to share with you what we know. So if you don't agree with anything, like, that's that's good. Mm -hmm. We we want to hear from people who don't agree with us. We want to hear what works for you. Like, we're, we're in, we want to form a community that, that helps each other by supporting and by fact checking and by saying hey look actually like I post on Instagram that you know I was crying and it actually helped me and I got a whole community out of it Mm so we're just saying what works for us and if you disagree like that's that's good disagreement is okay yeah amen um so number one say it out loud our second step oh I never said mine you want to say yours yeah not really um for me what i've been working on recently is just it's hard to say it out loud it's just my deep deep fear of men that i have for several reasons i have you know my parents got divorced when i was like a baby so i didn't grow up with a dad in the house which is fine i love both of my parents but not growing up around any man i think it does something to your psyche like you're like men are like foreign to you in a weird way if that makes sense like i truly didn't think they were like humans for a second like i was like oh you have feelings and sensitivities too i had no idea um and then you know i experienced some sexual abuse when i was like in my early teens like 11 to 13 and that also obviously is extremely it makes you not comfortable so the mixture of not having a male figure in my life and then when I did have one they were treating me what's the word not well (laughs) but something about just like an intentional act to make me feel scared from a grown-up was like the weirdest part of it So the mixture of those two things, it just instilled this like deep fear in my psyche of like, man, not safe, stay away. And it's very subconscious. I I don't even realize it when I'm doing it, but like I will 
catch myself like self-sabotaging and trying to find reasons to get away from guys for no reason nothing's wrong in the real world but my mind is looking for like an escape plan mm -hmm, like do and it's because of what happened they say i was listening to this podcast and i don't know if this is true but he was saying the first seven years of your life it's almost basically your brainwaves are the same as like almost like a hypnosis and you're just downloading information and you're learning your brain is like a computer and it's downloading the software of how it's going to run for the rest of your life crazy and so when you get older you know the the things that cause you hardship that are like coming from inside it's coming from a place of like pain that you experienced as a kid that you never were able to work through because you're too young to work through that stuff at that age it's just too much so your body shuts it down stores it somewhere in your brain and says never doing that again but we're not gonna experience it because it's too hard and then it's like deep in your mind and then your your perception of the world is filtered through that for the rest of your life if that makes sense it makes a total sense it does okay yeah, absolutely <laughs> so in my relationship i've just been working on like catching and and i'm very aware of it now at this point like i know when i'm being fearful but now it's getting to a place where i'm was getting mad at myself that it was affecting me still right and that's when i started being like oh like this is a part of myself i didn't even realize i didn't like and i and i don't like it and it's like you have to i i learned that i had to let myself if I was feeling scared, I had to let myself be scared and like not be like, you shouldn't be like this. Like, you know why this is happening. It's your subconscious mind and blah, blah, blah. Listen to a podcast and get over it. But really like letting myself, giving myself the permission to feel the feeling that I don't want to feel in my life. But you have to because it's who you are. And I that's what it goes back to what I was saying, like self-love comes from looking at those feelings and being like it's okay there's space for here for you too i think that's really really powerful yeah and hard really hard yeah. and i also want to say that like if you've been through it somebody else has been through it mm -hmm. just like you're gonna help so many people by being open and honest about your experience and how you're dealing with it in your adulthood mm -hmm. and you too and that's where I've been, you know, very scared to come forward about like, like come, come forward. Like, this episode's I, getting real deep, well, guys. Right. Because like, you know, it feels like I've heard a lot of actresses talk about their eating disorders and talk about anorexia, bulimia, body dysmorphia. And I always thought that it was just me. Right. And I was like, why am I? And they always talked about it like, oh, in my 20s, I dealt with this and I'm 28. But I was like, oh, I'm I'm, you know, close to 30. I shouldn't be dealing with this anymore. That's for teen girl. Teen girls are in have eating disorders. Girls in college, girls in their late 20s have their shit together. They're they they have all this squashed and and we don't mm -hmm. and we don't. Mm -hmm. And these you and I. I it's really important that we talk about this. Mm hmm. Because who knows who this could reach? It might not reach anyone, but it might reach one person. So we are here to be open and honest about what we are dealing with. And then 
we're going to talk about how we deal with it. And if any of that helps you, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> See what I did there? Sorry. Sorry. Oh, God. We're so, sponsored by Kale. <laughs> <laughs> so, step one find a friend like I found Mari and just say it out loud. And then step two, we said journaling really helps us. And journaling is like, I think it's like a very big word. And I know for me, I didn't do it for the longest time because I was like, I didn't understand what it was. And I was like, well, what's the prompt? Like I needed like someone to tell me like what to journal about. Because we're like good students. Yeah. We want to like do it right. Yeah. And really for me recently, I've been journaling a lot. I didn't even realize it, but I was like looking in my journal and I was finding notes from like two years ago. And I was like, wow, like I have been learning so many lessons and it's cool to look back and watch it happen in the moment in real time yeah and so I think journaling for me has turned into like a spilling out of like stuff so you just say it on the page like "Ugh, I'm feeling this I'm scared blah 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 and then I like to after I get it all out I like to refill it up with like positives like affirmations like I am loved I am lovable I am safe whatever and I think that like this kind of movement of journaling and talking about your feelings kind of gets a bad rap by like it's kind of hippie or like affirmations are kind of woohoo and and you know you and I both have crystals in our room and like I lit Palo Santo the other day and I was like like putting it around my bed mm-hmm. like so except guys Palo Santo is going endangered so easy on the palisanto you got it for me i know sorry (laughs) whoops (laughs) you would get me something and be like actually almond milk is really bad for the environment oh yeah also almond milk i know it is (laughs) (laughs) i'm done okay but i will say it does work yeah it works and it's like you know i used to think that when i would journal i had to hell because i would write a dear universe let letter mm-hmm. and i would just be like this is one of but i felt like i had to like just be grateful in my journals like thank you so much for my healthy family and my warm mm-hmm. home and all these things and i was like i'm not being honest about the shit yeah the shit that's like no mari like you're dealing with this right now and that's okay and you're allowed to say you're allowed to complain a little bit mm-hmm. women are supposed to be almost like these two-dimensional people yeah like beautiful and never complaining and thin in terms of what society expects of us good friends available i I put a lot of pressure on myself to be perfect me too and just to you know i i know like i i don't know why i've been listening to a podcast with about mothers Mm. lately Mm -hmm. i'm pregnant (laughs) ryan don't freak out i'm not pregnant (laughs) yes she is stop i'm not (laughs) mom i'm not um but it's like there's a lot of shaming if a woman is not doing it right. Yes, there's so much. So and I much. think it's there for men too, but I, I will say I think it's worse on women. I will, but also we are women, so we're only speaking from our experience and we will have Ryan and Chris on and and they're going to talk to us about their shame and about rela- we're going to have a whole relationship podcast. That's a good, that's a good idea. Um, and... So I just want to say that, like, there's no wrong way to journal. Mm -hmm. So if you just put a pen to paper and just be like, yo, 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 I'm feeling like shit. Yo, yo, like whatever it is, get it out on paper. And like sometimes when I'm mad, like it's like furious. Yeah. 
And it doesn't matter if I can, if it's not even legible later. It's just get it out. Yeah. And it's so therapeutic. It's like, don't listen to us and just like intellectualize this. Try pra- it. Practice it and let us know if it works yeah. for you. Let us know. Because I swear it's so, stop making lettuce jokes. <laughs> I'm <Mari>. sorry. <laughs> enough is enough. I swear it's so therapeutic. Um, okay, cool. The third one that we put down is to disrupt the emotional pattern. Yeah. Which is, I'm not an expert on this yet, but I know for me this summer, I was going through it. I was like crying every day. The last time we recorded a podcast, I was in the midst of it. And um, I just woke up and I was feeling you know, kind of a little bit, don't feel bad for me, but I was feeling a little bit like hopeless at a certain point. I was like, I want to feel happy, but I don't feel completely happy yet. And it's making me mad that I don't feel like that. And I'm like beating myself up that I don't feel the way I want to feel, if that makes sense. And so I got so sick of it. I was like, oh, I'm just going to like go for a drive. I'm going to drive on Mahal and I'm going to blast Beyonce just because that's what sounds fun to me right now. So I went in my car and I put Beyonce on so loud. What song? I did Countdown and then I four, did. Three, yeah. Four, three, two, one. Level up? Level up. That's Sierra. Oh, sorry, B. Um. I put countdown. It doesn't matter. I put some Beyonce. I want to know. I want to get a vis. I don't know. Countdown was the is the main one I remember. Mm. Mm. Good choice. <laughs> Are you taking notes? Mm, mm. And then I just like drove on Mulholland, rolled my windows down, blasted my music that made me feel good, and I was like singing at the top of my lungs, being crazy, and something about it kind of snapped me out of it for a second it was like a moment of like spontaneity a moment of uh acting on intuition instead of acting on intellect if that do you wow and like just following it, it kind of makes you more present and then i was driving and then i drove past this park that i used to go to all the time and i was like oh my god get in nature and I was so I pulled over and I went to the park and I sat down on a tree stump <laughs> like the hippie I am. I sat down on a tree stump and I meditated and I was like, please just like let me feel more grounded. I just want to like get rid of this. And I closed my eyes. I'm, I'm super woo woo, guys. Sorry if this is a little much for you. I closed my eyes, meditated. And every time the wind blew on my face, I. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> A fairy died. <laughs> every time the wind blew on me face, I imagined a blessing. No, every time the wind blew on me, I... You know what? Sometimes there's woo-woo people out there too, Mari, and they need my help. No, I'm just kidding. It's true. I'm kidding. Well, when you start talking about the wind, uh-oh. <laughs> no, no, I'm here for it. Um, And every time the wind blew, I kind of just imagined it uh, blowing away my heaviness and my problems. She's laughing at me. But the moral of the story is uh, disrupt the pattern, do something that you don't normally do, and try to, you know, don't try. Make it based off of instinct. Like if coffee sounds good, get out of your house and go get a cup of coffee. If you want to have a dance party, have a dance party, close your eyes, jump like a maniac, shake your arms, like be crazy, but do something 
completely different from your habitual patterns of emotion that you normally do like do something crazy and spontaneous and it tricks your brain into being like oh maybe she is becoming a new person maybe we are going to start a new pattern of thinking here right and it also shows you how powerful the brain is and that if you keep it my friend always says move a muscle change a thought mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh wait i think we talked about this in our last podcast yeah it is so true yep. like oh my god wait can i go on a tangent for a second sure okay tony- sure. <laughs> sure. sure can't wait i'm gonna set a timer <laughs> no um tony robbins his whole thing is tony if you're listening sorry if i butcher this but But, um his whole thing is just the emotion is energy in motion and the best way our brains have a negative bias guys so our brains are meaning that it is geared toward negativity yes our brains are a survival mechanism so if it's like you're in a fork in the road and it's right or left and the left side is a negative, the brain will automatically shift to the left. So you have to course correct to the right. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm saying like our brains are computers that are in our heads that are designed to keep us alive so they are constantly on the lookout for what can go wrong so your mind i pretty sure we talked about this last time your mind is constantly you have to understand this about yourself if you're thinking something negative or if you're scared of something your brain is most likely just creating that thought to keep you safe because it doesn't understand the difference between fear of um going on stage if you're about to do a show or like fear of public speaking and fear of a tiger eating you it feels the same the brain wants to keep you safe yes so if you're like i really want to start taking salsa classes i really want to start going salsa dancing and then every time you're about to do it you're like oh i i think actually maybe not tonight like i'm kind of tired i don't want to get sick i think i'll stay home and like cuddle up instead you have to understand your brain recognized the like mild nerves that you were having about doing something new as danger and created a story to keep you from doing that. That's how psycho our minds are. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. And when I learned that, it blew my mind. So our brains have a negative bias, which means we have to learn to trick our minds into being on our side, basically, because our brains are not created to help us enjoy life they're created to keep us alive what i do for work when i have to be on set is if i get nervous the night before like i'm like uh, going to school it's like what am i gonna wear to set you know and it's like you you reframe it you 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 change when you get there There, it doesn't matter what you wear but but my mind's like oh my god oh my god like i'm everyone's gonna judge me oh what i have realized is that excitement and nerves is the same chemical feeling mm-hmm. and you decide you categorize the emotion mm-hmm. so if you're scared about going to work the next day or you have the first day of school tomorrow or you want to try a salsa class lie to yourself yep and say i think i'm excited yeah. i don't know if i'm nervous maybe i'm nervous but i'm also jazzed yeah <laughs> hey we love jazz we <laughs> just kidding no we do it's cool yeah <laughs> um yes no it's true like Maybe the feeling you get when you're about to go 
do a big presentation and the feeling you get when you're about to go on a ride at Disneyland are the exact same feeling, but the way that you perceive them right, differently. Disneyland is a known too. So it's like also experiencing something unknown could be an adventure. So good. I, I like the disrupting of the pattern mm-hmm. of like changing your verbiage around it. Mm-hmm. And even that also takes us back to step one of like telling a friend, mm-hmm. Hey, I want to take a salsa class. Mm hmm. And I'm nervous. Can you keep me accountable? Can you push me to do it? I need to be pushed. Asking for help is not a bad thing. No, it's so great. And and I was saying Tony Robbins, his whole thing is like in order to bypass the mind's tricks to keep you from doing things that are quote unquote unsafe is to use the body. And you have to create emotional i could go on and on about this we have like emotional addictions by the way i'm just gonna say hundred percent which blew my mind like if you are constantly feeling anxious about something you have to realize your body is uh, chemically addicted to the cocktail of chemicals that you release when you're anxious your body creates an addiction to those emotions Mm. which is so weird but that's for another time but you have to use your he says you use your body to trick your brain So if instead of like vice versa, like trying to mentally get yourself to being like, I'm excited for work. I'm not nervous. I'm so excited. Use your body and your body will be like send messages to your brain and then your brain will be like, oh, maybe it's not a bad thing. So like what he does and now what I do and I look like a psycho is I literally like jump up and down and I scream and I pretend I'm like celebrating like the biggest win of my life like I just bought my dream home or something and I'm like woohoo and I literally jump up and down in my room and it tricks your brain into thinking like oh she's happy right now okay I'll release happy chemicals Mm, I love that and so you disrupt the pattern mm -hmm. and then if you do that over and over and over again you'll start to create a emotional addiction to happiness instead of anxiety that's so cool. Yeah. It's tangent, but I no, have to say it. I love that. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> Natasha. It's, I love that. It's I, fine. I love that. I support that. Um, okay. Disruption. Do something different. Do something crazy. Do you have a time that you ever did something like just kind of you were like in a funk and you were like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to go see a movie by myself right now. Something crazy. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm pretty by the book kind of gal. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, I don't know why I'm having trouble thinking about something. <sighs> Booty call? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm oh, just God. kidding. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> Cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> Fell right into that one, huh? Damn. Okay. Um. Yeah. You know, for me, I'm very addicted to doing things. So I'll go from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. And then at the end of the day, I'm like exhausted. And then I beat myself up. And I'm like, why am I so tired? It's because I'm almost addicted to being busy. Because on days that I'm not working or on on time that I'm not on a movie, I want to fill my time. So I did something radical the other day. I I canceled my plans. Mm -hmm. And I know it's like... It's it was disrupting of the pattern yeah. because I went home, I watched that new Kevin Hart documentary on on Netflix. It felt really good to watch something for enjoyment and not because I should or it's a screener or something like feels like homework. Yeah. Like I just watched it. I <laughs> so embarrassing. I did like a full 
skincare routine that night. That's so embarrassing. No, I pretended like I was doing one of those YouTube videos in the mirror, like my skincare. I did because I didn't want to do it. I don't know. For some reason, I didn't want to like, I just want to wash my face and go to bed. No, but but nothing was recording, but I was talking out loud. I was like, hi, guys. Welcome. I. Oh my god! I had my robe, and I was like, "Hi guys, welcome to my channel. This is what I used to wash my face. I did a no full- one asked you to share this, no. right? <laughs> Whatever. This is how I di- I disrupted yeah. my pattern. I put on soothing music. I treated myself yes. like I was at a spa awesome. in my home. I love it, I- and it came from an intuitive place. It did, and I needed the like hug. Mm-hmm. And then I went to bed early. I woke up and felt amazing and that was my way of disrupting my pattern i love that and if it makes you feel better um when i was younger when i was cooking i used to pretend i was doing a cooking show be like so we're just gonna add a dash of salt i love that i was like because it makes it fun (laughs) (laughs) people are gonna listen to this um okay (laughs) oh god anyways that's our third rule okay not rule guideline whatever guideline tip like actual rules number four Mirror work. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I want to talk a little bit about mirror work. Okay, but I'm going to start. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. Yeah. I love that for you. Um, okay. So in terms of body image, so this one is, is very specific for me because there's like literally parts of my body that I don't like. So this is kind of weird talking about this out loud because it's like so deeply personal, but... I'll stand in front of the mirror naked or in my skivvies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta make a joke to, to get too it vulnerable. <laughs> and, um, and I'll touch my stomach. I'll touch my thighs. I'll touch my face and say, I love you. And that's it. And I just touch and I will touch my shoulders and just be like, I love you. I love you no matter what. I love you no matter what. And it's a way for me to just remember that it doesn't matter if I don't get that job. It doesn't matter if that if that person doesn't text me back or emailing me back or if my boyfriend's busy and I don't get the attention that I need that day and I feel needy or I feel insecure. <laughs> I can Ryan. still... Just kidding. Are you fucking kidding me, Ryan? <laughs> Look what you've done. If you hurt her. <laughs> she's talking to herself in the mirror like she's doing a YouTube tutorial. Hang out with your girlfriend, goddammit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's not that needy. I'm kidding. <gasps> <laughs> Look what you've done to her. <laughs> Our pets' heads are falling off. Um, no, that's that is beautiful. Yeah, that's what I do. It's beautiful. I I do that too. Actually, I do. Um, yeah, I talked about it last time. I look in the mirror. You make direct eye contact with yourself. So intense. Yeah, you have to like, but you do because you never. Every time you look in the mirror, it's to fix yourself. Right. You never look in the mirror to see yourself. <laughs> that got so deep. But it's true. Like, you never make eye contact with yourself and see yourself. Not for, like, the flaws that you, quote unquote, have, but just for who you are as a person. And I look myself in the eye and I just say out loud, I love you and I accept you. Oh, that's really beautiful. Because you got to have your own back. Yeah, you do. And mirror work is a really good way when you recognize um, that maybe there is a part of you that you don't like. Like for me, it's a little more subtle. Like for me, it's insecurity. I don't like when I get insecure. I don't like that about myself. I want to be confident all the time. It's not possible to be confident all the time. Yeah. And that's what I'm... But I'm trying to like forgive that part of myself that 
one isn't always confident and two gets mad at myself when i'm not it's like a two-way thing it's like a trifecta of anger towards myself but it's like yeah when i feel insecure i get annoyed that i'm feeling that way and so when you do when i do mirror work it's helpful for me to um tell myself even though i'm feeling this way i still love and accept you that's really beautiful which brings me to my next one that i do a lot is eft can i go to the next one yeah if you haven't heard of this guys it is called emotional freedom technique or tapping and it is so good i always like send mari videos of youtube to do it but i don't think she does but it's fine you know everyone in their own time <laughs> send them to my boyfriend too but everyone just ignores crazy natasha <laughs> just kidding <laughs> is sitting on a stop yeah. with the wind in your hair it's blowing away my heavies <laughs> um but EFT is basically you do they you do gentle tapping on different acupressure points on your body. So like some of them are like the top of your head, the side of your eye, um, under your nose. There's lots of YouTube videos if you want to try it. And you tap through the acupressure points while talking about the thing that is bothering you. Um, and you know, I'm realizing now the importance of not just talking about it, but you have to really put yourself there emotionally. Like if I'm tapping on insecurity, I have to feel the insecurity mm. and you tap and you're like, even though I'm feeling insecure today, today, even though I'm feeling insecure today, I still love and accept myself. Even though I feel like I need to lose five pounds, I still love, honor and accept myself. Even though you're tapping through, you're going, even though... I'm so mad at myself that I'm still scared of men from something that happened so long ago. I still love and honor myself. Wow. And you do it and you feel the emotion and you tap through. And then after you do that, you re-tap through again and you say positives. Like, I am lovable. I am beautiful just the way I am. She's tapping. She's like tapping on her forehead she's tapping on her temples there's specific she's tapping on her chest there's specific places that for those of you, you who can't see it okay all of everybody you. <laughs> no there's okay guys if you want to do this go to youtube his name is brad yates y-a-t-e-s oh that's who Shout you out. that's who you keep I texting love him. me yates he's like my father of eft he's he has a bunch of videos on daddy on, of eft um no all right hard pass on that that's <laughs> <laughs> disgusting <laughs> don't speak about brad like that um no but if you want to try it go to youtube type in brad yates eft there's a bunch of tapping videos insecurities feeling he there's one that i love that's why not me which is fun. I have a why not thing that I do. Yeah. Like if I want a job and I'm like, no, nah, I'm probably not going to get it. Why not? Why not me? Mm -hmm. Why not? I think that's such a healthy it's way. It's such a fun thing too because it gives you the beginner's mind. Mm -hmm. Why not? Yeah. Like because when you're 17 and you're starting out and you're like just stoked to be in the world and why not? Yeah. It's, anything is possible. It's, it's the beginner's mind, which yeah. I think is beautiful. Yeah. So those are our bullet points. That's what we've got. And the cool thing about what we've put together is that we actively do them and we wouldn't recommend things that we don't do. And also it's free. 
so every single thing here is free and i understand that mental health specialists and um therapy therapy psychologists psychiatrists it's expensive and you have to have resources and good insurance and all of that stuff and it can feel very daunting to find a therapist and and natasha and i have kind of put together and I am in therapy and the, a lot of this put together through I found with my therapist and you've found it through your healing work and Reiki and a lot of the spiritual practices that you've been on in the journey. And so you don't need money to do any of these. Mm-mm. And honestly, I'm all for therapy and I'm all for all of the help that you need. Always listen to professionals Professionals. we're not professionals that is a disclaimer like we are not professionals we're just girls living in a city and just trying to figure out how to love ourselves despite what we don't like about ourselves just two living in a city girls (laughs) but i will say on if this resonates with you you'll get me on this no one can heal you as well as you can heal yourself And so sometimes the best thing to do when you're feeling those darker emotions is to give yourself space and time. Get in your room, like light a candle, turn the lights down and like close your eyes and just shh, shush. Just like give yourself space from people and time on your own to just close your eyes and be with yourself and things will come up. And like I... I do believe your best healer is yourself mm. and always listen to what everyone else is telling you us include <laughs> always listen to us no but like take it with a grain of salt like if something doesn't resonate with you you'll know it and my biggest preach I guess is just when you're healing things listen to your intuition and practice this mm-hmm. practice it and pick up one one week and put down another try journaling two days three days in a row and see how it feels yeah. try meditating you know try you know try just talking to a friend and calling and being vulnerable because i also know that whenever you come to me and you say hey mari like i'm dealing with a lot of this stuff right now it helps me too Mm. because i want to get me out of my head and two it's never a burden and i enjoy hearing from you and three it gives me space next time where i'm feeling insecure and vulnerable to talk to you about it and it becomes a really healthy beautiful friendship that's based on deep soil Mm -hmm. and not like fluffy leaves i don't want a fluffy leaf i don't friendship. want a fluffy leaf yeah maybe so, that's yeah. our maybe that's our assignment pick one yeah and do it and you know maybe when you're done listening to this podcast call up a friend and be like this is one of my biggest insecurities you ready here yep. it is and just say it out loud and see how it feels i hate you <laughs> <laughs> my biggest insecurity is how stupid our friendship is <laughs> don't um, do that no we're just kidding So I guess just to wrap it up, I think my biggest piece of advice is with all of this in mind, make sure that when you're working on yourself and uh, that's so general, when you're working on the thing about yourself that is giving you a hard time, like say if you're going through depression right now. And you're just not feeling good, but you're also sick of not feeling good and you want to change it and it's bothering you. When you're working on that, make sure that you're doing all of these tools from a place of self-compassion and not a place of uh, like punitive self. Like a whip. Yeah. Whipping yourself into shape. Like make sure you're coming from a place of like 
I love you so much. Like, I just want to help you. Not, you're still depressed. What's your problem? Let's get out of this. Because that is, it's a very subtle, energetic difference that makes such a big difference. And like, you can't just, it's resistance when you're just working on yourself to fix yourself. You're actually just creating more resistance towards that emotion, Mm. which is what my biggest lesson was, was like, all right, maybe I am just scared of men and it's fine and I don't need to fix it. I just need to embrace it and give that part of myself some love because it comes from pain and I don't need to be so hard on it. That's yeah, beautiful. Thanks. I love that, Natasha. You're very smart. Thanks. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think that's it. Thanks for hanging out with us, you guys. And we're happy to be your friends, and we're happy to be here for you and to provide a platform and a community where you can reach out and talk. And, um, and DM us if you have any questions. Yeah. Our Instagram is let us help the pod. Mm-hmm. L-U-T-T. L-E-T-T. Oh, <laughs> We're editing that Just, out. <laughs> Instagram's let us help the pod. L-U-S-S-I-T-M. No, just kidding. So our Instagram is... Just let us help the pod. Lettuce, like crunchy lettuce. Mm-hmm. You'll find it. Um, and did you want to do the... So I guess... That's what we got for y'all today. Yeah, thank you so much for hanging out with us and for listening and for um, letting us ramble on because we really hope that we can help you in some way and we're totally open for feedback and we want to know what worked for you this week. Yeah, I would love also if you wanted to, you could shoot us a DM and say, tell us one of the insecurities or things that you're working on on yourself that you have a little shame and it's hard for you to say out loud tell us and then we'll just be like you fucking got this hell yeah um all right we're signing off love you we love you be nice to yourself yeah let us help on three Uno, one dos, two three tres. let us help oh i think we could make that less annoying <laughs> <laughs> i think we could do that at some point <laughs> oh.